Okay, let's do the Maimer, the Pashat Vayetze. And we'll do on page 42, in the bottom, the Maimer Bir One of the beautiful things of when you learn Hasidus is that it explains to you the story that you read in the Chumash. Uh, it explains to you, it explains to you in the uh, in the deeper meaning, so that everything that took place by the Ovis with Yaakov in the story this week's parsha that he went and he he slept, he took from the stones. Everything is a lot more significant than just taking the stone. It's not just a story about stones, but there's something very spiritual happening. And uh, the Al Rebbe in this Mimer is going to bring out that. Um, Yaakov was actually Mamshich, he brought down from the highest level, from the level of Ein Soif, from the level of infinite Hashem, into the world through his Avodah everything in, 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 in the world works in Isarusa de la Tata, Isarusa de la which means we work over here hard, we sort of ex- bring out, we elevate from here in order to bring down from above, so we're so he explains the whole avoid over here of Yaakov in this Maimer, how what Yaakov did, what is the spiritual significance bringing up Isarusa de Latato, in order to bring down the Isarusa de Laila. Okay, so that's what the that's what he's going to talk about. So uh, he quotes from the Pasik. He quotes from the Pasik, Bahoya Hashem Likim. So what happened over here? Uh, he went to sleep over there, right? And then he took a bunch of rocks around him. He put his head on it. And then he says, if I come back and everything else, so then he says, so, so after he got up, he made a monument, he made a matzeva for Hashem. She said, when I come away, this stone that I made on Matzeva, it should be the base of Likim. Seems quite, uh, if it's simple, you just laid on the rock and all of a sudden this becomes the base of Likim. Something more is going on. So he says, Lahovin Inyan So first of all, we have to understand what is this prayer. It says, says, What does it mean Hashem should be a Likim? But in the context that he's going to explain, because the name of Avaye is high, is Ein Sof. The name of Elikim is Teva. He wants to be Mamshich from the level of Avaye Lilelikim. So then he says, So he asked, so what does it mean that this should be this should be a Likim and this should be a base Likim? So the what the Rebbe learns over here, it seems like it's not he's saying Hashem will be the Likim and the seven will be a base of Likim. So it's almost that Hashem will make it into a base of Likim. To understand how could this, uh, the rock be in such a high madrege, that it should become a, a dwelling place, a resting place to rest the holy Kedusha, 
So you're going to have the name of heavens resting on the stone. Now it's going to be called the house of God. How is that going to happen? He's going to explain that it's not Stamazoi. This, that he put the stone next to his head and he lied on it, is a level of his Asrus which he accomplished very, very spiritual matters. And then Meila, later on, it will become a Beis Alekim. So it's not just a rock becoming a Beis Alekim, it's not just like that. But there's a lot, a lot of deep things that are going on happening here. And from those things, it comes out that we'll see that the... Um, Basically, what in a nutshell it is, uh, the person has been brought down into this world, in a limited world, with limited into the elikim, into the nature. The Shem brought down the neshama into the goof, into the body, and the person, in this case it's Yaakov, but it's not only Yaakov, it's the same thing for every yid, every yid has the job to go ahead and elevate the world with the Matzeva, this is what Yaakov did, and to reach in into the level of the Ein Soif, and then, So that creates in turn that the level of Ein Soif comes to Elikim, becomes into Ebenet Masel Matzeva, that that becomes a, a place for Hashem, becomes we make a Dir B'Tachtonim, which we would call, we make a dwelling place of B'Tachtonim. So let's invite it. So he says, So he says, let's first understand the whole the whole parsha because what happens here is, Yaakov goes out from Be'er Sheva. As he's going to explain. It's like the Neshama. The Neshama goes out from Be'er Sheva. Be'er Sheva is a very, the well, from a very high place. It goes down to Chorah and it comes down into the world. And in this world it has to struggle. So that's why he's going to explain the whole parsha from Yaakov going out from Be'er Sheva, going to Choron, coming in the earth, and then elevating the work and then bringing down the ends of the world. Okay. When you deceive, the Pasik says, Save Yeshuish Yaakov. So, supposing in, 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 in Tehillim. So, this simply means what? What does the Pasik Tzavah Yeshua's Yaakov mean? We're asking Hashem, please instruct the salvation of Yaakov. Yaakov has suffered enough. Make sure that they help them. Tzavah, you Hashem, instruct Yeshua's Yaakov that the salvation, the Yaakov, should be helped. But the Rebbe wants to bring this Pasik in connection with Yaakov. Specifically Yaakov. And the Rebbe wants to explain here that the word Yeshua represents salvation, simple meaning, but the word Yeshua represents a very high level of, of Ein Sof. As the Rebbe is going to explain, that Yeshua means Shinai, 370 lights, which are in the Kabbalah, represent a very high level. Yaakov brings down, that's why this whole story is with Yaakov, but representing every Yid's Yaakov in itself. Yaakov brings down Yeshua, this level of Yeshua. So that's why it's Tzave, instruct Yeshua, this Yeshua, this salvations, because even in the simple things, 
where does salvation come from? Salvation comes from a very high place. It comes from the level of Yud Gimud Sarachim. It comes from a very high place. So the that level of Yeshua comes through the Avedah of Yaakov, as we will be discussing. So he's like this. The Pesach is Sabi Yeshua's Yaakov. So he says, Bechinas Yaakov, the level of Yaakov, Nikra Yeshua's. So the level of Yaakov, which we're dealing with the parish of Yetzir Yaakov, is called Yeshua's. In other words, the Yeshua's are Yaakov's. Yaakov is Yeshua's. So, mir milus Yeshua. So, what is the meaning of the word Yeshua? Hineshoyrish hateva hushin ayin. What is the root, the shoyrish, the word? The word Yeshua comes, there's two letters for this word, it's shin ayin. Hushar oisiyah, the last of the oisiyah, the last of the letters in the word Yeshua is, hemnesofas biteva, they're just added to the word. But the word, the, the, the shoyrish is shin ayin, So, what is this to say? Shalidei bichinas Yaakov. That through the level of Yaakov, which we're discussing now, what level of Yaakov is, Mizgalin Shin Ayin Hoidin Eloin, revealed the 370 upper lights, which represents a very high level in the Ein Sof, in the Ein Sof, the 370 lights. So Yaakov is Yeshua, the Shin Ayin is what Yaakov brings down. That's one. The Gam Shin Ayin, and there's another meaning of the word Shin Ayin. Hashem el Hevel. Hashem turned to Hevel. So it says the puzzle also Shinayim. Turning, what does it mean turning? When you turn, it means that you're going in that direction. To turn in above would mean to turn Hashem's flow downward to us. That means to turn. So Yaakov, he wants to say, connects to the Shinayim, and also Yaakov brings the turn around to bring down Shuloshin Hifna. So it says Yaakov, which is the level of Yud Okev, made of Yud Okev, come through, brings down the Pinus, brings down the Shinai. Because basically, Akev means the heel. What he's trying to say is that it's Dafke through this world, Gashmi's Dikha world. It's Dafke through the mitzvahs of Mysias, through Akev, through the Yud Akev. Through Ayakov, that level, we can be Mamshik, the Shin Ayin, and the Hifna, all the Hamshokhas. So the Hamshokhas comes, Dafke, the highest level, as you're going to say, it's Dafke through the lowest level, Dafke through this world, that through the Yaakov, we can actually reach into the Shin Ayin, into the everything. That's why Tzave Yeshua is Yaakov, and we can get that Ein Sof to come down into the world. He says, uh, what is it? So now he touches the Inyan, the Hoidin, the Hamshokas, Halolu. What does it mean that these 370 lights, the 370 extensions? I know that is Gilui, Haodres, the Hamshokas, Maiden, Sof, Atzmei. That means we're talking about revealing the, the Hamshokas from the uh, level of the infinite light himself. When we say here the word Ma'irin Sof, what does it mean here Ma'irin Sof? Ma'irin Sof means Shekishmoy Kenhu. It's like his name. When we say Ein Sof, we mean Ein Sof. Like the name, we call him Ein Sof, but it means Ein Sof. What does it mean Ein Sof? Ein Sof, that it doesn't have an end. We're talking about, so we're bringing down what he wants to emphasize here is that we're bringing down. 
or bringing down a very high light from the insult. So he says, oh, the Einai begather Omim Klau. And it's not in the in the limit of world at all. That's how much he wants to say that it's much higher than all of the world. The Kulo Kamei, everything before him is Mamish Choshiv is considered like nothing. That's the level we're going to bring down. We'll bring down the level of Yisof. There's no thought that can grasp him. There's no comparison to him. And he's going to say, why is that all? Because all that we have in this world is just merely a ray from the Yisof. We don't have the Yisof itself. What he wants to say, these are the three, these are the lights that we're talking about. We want to bring down these lights which are way beyond and he bring them out to the world. What is, it's Hashem's kingdom, which is the kingdom of all the world. The level of Malchus is considered the lowest of the level which kings the world. And the Pesach says there is Hashem's uh, glory and His ray, but it's not Hashem Himself, it's not the Ein Sof Himself, it's just which dresses up and expands within the world to give them existence and to give them life so they should be living and existing from nothing into existence but in a level that the Ein Sof himself is actually hidden so that the world should not be uh, nullified from existence. So that they should not exist. So they need to have the Chayom Chayom, but it's in a way the Esau is hidden from them. Uh, so that means the whole world is existed, goes through many contractions, many dressings up. Like the order and the way of the Ishtausos. So, everything we have basically over here is a very confined level. But we're talking about We're talking about Hashem Himself. So, that's the essence. So, we're saying, we in this world experience a very tzimtzum. And Ein Sof is way higher in our level. Through the level of through Yaakov Yud Akiv, Nimshach Ayrin Sober Hoshel Mailem, Mechinas Ishtauslus, Shayor Lamato, Begila Nefeshel Kushim, Halachism Israel, Liz Giri Sober Hamashal Nafshe. Through the level of Yud Akiv, the level of Yaakov that we're going to explain, which is the Parsha, what's taking the Parsha, we are Zoycha, we bring down that that level which is way hard, that it should shine on our soul, on ourselves, that we should shine, that it should be open, Begilui. In the, in the nefesh that we all have, we should have the revelation of the Ein Sobarcho in our souls. Okay, so now how does this take place? So we just said, Yud, Akev, we said the Akev, Yaakov, Yaakov accomplishes what? To bring down the Shinai and the Hedin, to bring down the lights, to bring down the Ein Sof. So how does this take place? So now we're going to go through the specifics in the parsha, what he did, what we're going to understand. He took the stones. What does it mean that he took the stones, and what does it mean that he? How did it happen? That we'll do. Now we'll leave that for tomorrow, and we'll continue. Okay? Yeah. Good. So what we're explaining over here, uh, wait somewhere over there. Uh, what we're explaining over here is that 
everything that took place by Yaakov has, represents a very spiritual thing that was taking place. Now, in, uh, in the Kabbalah, the uh, structure is like a human structure, which means we have like Chochma Bina Das, that is the Hishtalshlus. Then you have, that's considered the intellect, that's inside the skull. But the, the skull itself, that is like the level of Makif, that's the level that surrounds. So when the Kabbalah talks about the various different parts of the Ein Sof, the various different Madregas, it talks about Gulgalta, it talks about the skull, then it talks about the here, which is in the skull. So it talks about the beard, the Yudkimul, Tikune Dikna. There are various different, they are various different levels, and there are examples they use the metaphor from the physical uh, looks of a human being, and that's what's used over there. And the things that happened to Yaakov while he was laying on the, so it says he took uh, from the stones. He took from the stones. What does it mean he took from the stones of the place? Then it says he put them by his head. What does it mean, Merashoisa, putting by the head? Because putting by the head means something significant, like in the spiritual level, putting something to the level of Rosh. And then you say, He made it to a monument. It's another level. So it's a little bit detailed now we're going to discuss, a little details in the different levels, in the Kabbalah, the different levels how Yaakov was bringing up from the Avnei HaMokoyim, he's bringing them up to his head, and then from his head he's making Amatseva. Those are all sort of stations, stops, to bring it up to the level of Ein Sof, and then later on to be Mamshik from the Ein Sof back Lamata. So these are all steps that we read about, which have a very significant meaning when we talk about what they really accomplish in the spiritual level. So, the first thing is, what we say, is you take from the Avnei Hamokah, from the stones. The stones represent, like, we're going to say, represent a very low level. Because the stones, is going to be discussed now for a minute, the stones represent uh, something which is basically lifeless, it doesn't have any life in itself, but yet it contains some levels in it and you take those stones and you bring it up to the head and you make it higher so that's that's what's going to bring down um, in the Kabbalah we also talk about the idea of oisius of letters what, what is the meaning of, of letters uh, so just like letters in, in a word letters uh, or a word, they contain in themselves ideas. So maybe one letter doesn't mean anything, but when you combine a few letters together, it makes a word. And then when you make a word, then you could make a few words. From this you make a sentence. And when you have a sentence, inside is an idea. So the idea has to be dressed up in something. It has to be dressed up in, uh, in, in words. So you have, uh, otherwise, it's not attainable. You can't communicate. You can't understand the word. You have to have the letters to be able to f- bring the idea in them. 
So the letters are basically the lifeless. They're 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 in a madrega, which don't have in themselves idea. They are not yet the aids of themselves. They're they're I mean they're not they're not the the idea. They're just the kalim. They're like the vessels that hold the 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 idea. So when we talk over here, vayikach me'avne hamokim, he's taking from the stones. Meaning you're taking from a low madrega, from a very low madrega. Let's see inside. So this is from the Posik. He took Ma'avne Hamokoim, Bayikach Ma'avne Hamokoim, Bayosim Rashaisa. So now the Mimer is going to explain to you the various different steps. He says first he takes from the stones of the place and he puts it Marashaisu. So he wants to say, what is Avonim? So he says, Avonim heim oisius. So it's like saying he took the oisius. What is, why is Avonim oisius? So, oh, another place? Yeah. No, just season. Everyone's in. A pesach base. It's on base. Four. Forty-two. Um, yeah, chob base. Yeah, I just missed. Over there. This is the red page over there. Yeah. Okay, again, Bahainu, the line that starts with the word Bahainu. Ayidei shelokach ma'avne hamokim. He took from the stones of the place. Vayosem erashoisu. Which means that's how. Uh, how do we get. He says, how did Yaakov get the level of the Ein Sof, which is higher than his Talshalus, to come down into this world? Is through his avoida in which he took me'avne hamokim. So what does it mean he took me'avne hamokim? So he says like this: Avonim heim oisius. Avonim are oisius. What does it mean? How do what, what is the connection between stones and oisius? So he says kemeshikosu b'sefer yitzira. Shnei avonim boynes shtei botim. Over there, the sefer yitzira basically wants to say that two letters can build two houses. What does it mean? He's saying like this, if you only have two letters, you can create two variables. If you have Aleph and base, for example, you can either write Av, which means father, Aleph, base, or you can write Boy, which means come, base, Aleph. So if you have two letters, you can have two formations. If you have three letters, then you have more ways. And four letters, so he says... Two wor- two letters give you two options, give you two houses. The house is what? The house is a word called. A letter he calls a stone. But it means two letters build two words. So instead of using the words two letters, he uses the words two stones. That shows that a stone is connected to the word letter. That a stone. Why is the connection? This is what we're going to discuss for a minute here. What is the reason that Oisius are called Avonim? Who? Just like if you have several stones that builds a house so that a person can sit there. The same thing is just like when you have several stones, you build a house, a lot of stones, but you build a house. So the same thing is when you combine letters together, nasim tevet, that becomes words. 
And then from when you combine several words, then you have a subject. So you have a subject matter. So <coughs> from there you can understand some sum of an idea and grasping. So then you have the intellect rests and dresses up in these letters. Just like in a house, when you have all the combination of the letters, then a person can live in the house. Same thing is, you have an idea living in that house that comes from all these words and sentences. That's one reason why. That's one reason why it's called, a uh, stone is called a house. Because the stone accomplished something as a house. A house builds up and a person can live in there. And the stone also, they build up and a sentence and an idea can live in those words. Just like the stones are inanimate and they have no relation to the person that lives in them. Good morning. So also the 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 person that lives in the stones is much higher and greater than the stones itself. So the same thing is here. The idea that lives inside of the stones is much greater than the stones themselves, and therefore it's a lot more, uh, a lot more. Uh, so it shows you So that's why they're. Subjugated the bottle relative to the seichel. Why much kosher with parshas breishu? The mask lohavin b'teisus b'irin veizah. Okay, so he says v'lochin nikra, and that's why we said abayit zvokis oisu b'tzavadalei. The Gemara in Chagiga it says that v'also meriv veis kodesh. So also means he came from Mary. It's holy Mary. It's talking about the angels over there. The tzvashemayim. So it says the word also. He says is like an ois. This is like one letter, one letter of Hashem is among the Rivas Kodesh. So the way he touches here, that it's only one letter. He wants to say to you that the Oishiyah, the letters of Hashem, when we say with the sense sayings, Hashem created, this is all the level of Oishiyah. They're all inferior to the Ein Sof itself. This is just a level. So when we talk about letters, we're trying to describe a lower level than than than, than the actual ain't uh, of itself. That's what it means. That is only a letter in all of the marriages and all the tzavas. Only only a letter. All the worlds and all the creation were created from the level of oisius that are in the ten saying. Uh, so it comes out, uh, Hashem said ten sayings. Now those sayings, I guess, have ideas in them, in the saying. But it's the actual saying, it's the letter, that was the world created. All these things, So they are all nullified, subjugated, Relative to so they're limited, as we say, five hundred years from this, from here to the sky, etc. The Gemara says, So basically, he's saying 
when you say that they're they're created from osius, you say what a saying, what a dibur. What am I? What, what am I really saying over here? What I'm really saying is they are no comparison. What's creating them is no comparison because they're just letters. Just like letters have no value relative to the seichel that's in them. Same thing. This whole world has really no no connection. There's no. Has no connection. Has nothing. Nothing. Nothing in 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 in, in, in common with the without ukenayda inyan erech b'misp. So he says when harein erechdo. So he says like this. Even though you have a tremendous amount of numbers of you know we say we have a thousand, ten thousand, the, the the angels and the and the, all the uh, everything. Five hundred years. Doesn't matter because as long as there is a number to them. There is no comparison to something which is unlimited. Unlimited, with any number that you say, even if it's the biggest number, it's still considered that there is no connection between them. Because this is a number, a great number, a huge number, and this is no number. So no number with number is no comparison. Why would he's trying to make another point? Because we started from Osea's lowest stones. That actually to combine him bring to some to higher. We didn't level. get to that point. So he's taking from this issue. So he wants to say you take from the lowest, mm-hmm. and then you're going to bring it up. That's what we're going to go fighter. We're mm-hmm. going to tell this. But then he says that there are no connections. No, because lichat chila. Oh, which means not no connection. There's no relationship. We can't be essence, but we what Yaakov can raise them. Yeah. Yeah. The essence. There is osius. So what he wants is everything is osius, 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 which means really that even though the great numbers, but it's still osius. Mm-hmm. But we're going to take from the avonim and we're going to take the malachos. We'll see soon how we go. Okay. Can I do this part? If you take the number one next to ten thousand, there is some sort of. A connection over there, there's a relationship. Relative to Hashem, there is no. That's why he's called, he's just one letter in his army. All of his army is ois, a letter, which means. Then we're going to learn how we're going to take, take him up to the higher Madrigan. Okay? So. We're discussing how the activities of Yaakov, what he did, how it represents the uh, spiritual level. So it says over there also that he took from the stones. So he explains what the stones are. The stones are oisios. And he explains that the oisios have really no erech, uh, no value relative to the erin uh, sof which is dressed up in the oisios, the ois, because... He gives an example, that's why it's called Avonim, because just like in the house, when a person lives, the person is so much higher than the stones of the house, but the only thing, a person lives in a house, so the idea, the insof lives in the house over there. So, the same thing is, he's trying to say that Yaakov, in order to be Mamshich, the Hamshachas of Shinai and Ahoyri, that he spoke before, the great Abshachas first has to elevate them. So Yaakov is doing, he's elevating by taking the Avonim. He's taking the Avonim, which is the lowest part, and he's going to explain, which represents the, uh, the, the, the Neshama, which is in this world, by the person which is on the, 
lowest level, it's a mechudosh from where it comes from, but right now it's a it's on a low level, trying to elevate it, so he takes me'avne hamokon. So now he's going to use the emphasis he takes from the stones of the place, meaning he doesn't just take all the stones, he takes me'avne hamokon. He's going to say that that represents which stone, we're talking about the letters, we're talking about the letter Yud. Because the letter Yud represents Chochmah, which is also the level of Bittl, the level of subjugation, which becomes a keli to the Ein Sof. This letter has a special, so he took Meyavne Hamokim, and that's what he's going to say, he makes from all the rocks into also one rock, because that becomes. So let's see what he says inside. So what happens with the Avne Amokim? Shehem bechinas Oisiyos, which is the level of Oisiyos. Baruch Atah Adinoy Leinu Malach Oilam Shahakul Nivdvarei. Amen. Ksiv vayose mirashoisov. He placed them by his head, which means shehigbi avehela Oisom that he raised them and he brought them up. Higher and higher than Hishtalshlus. The rock represents within the level of Hishtalshlus going down into the lowest level, becoming a, a rock, becoming Oisius. But he raised that Oisius, he says he pasted by the head. Like I said yesterday, also to you, that the metaphor for the structure, the way it works, the Oilam Atzilus and the higher world is a metaphor of a human body, of a human. A beard is the tkune dikna, this is the, the head, is, 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 is inside is the intellect, the various different levels. That's according to the Kabbalah. So he raised them by Yosef Mirashoisov, he paced them by his head, which means It's the level of Sevakulam because it's beyond the head. So he took him, bring them up above his head. So, why is it specifically you're taking the Oisiyos, the lowest level, and you're bringing it up to the higher Menashoisov? So, we're taking, in this world, from Ishtalshalos, we're not taking anything. We're taking the level of Oisiyos, we're taking the level of Avonim to bring it up to the highest level. So, he says, because the lowest level has a connection to the highest level. Because there's one thing when you make a, 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 a vertical string straight up from the top to the bottom. So the oasis are on the bottom and the Sevev Kolamim is always on the top. But when you create to the bottom, not from vertical, but you make a circle, so then you actually see that the top is connected to the bottom and the bottom can go to the top. It's, it, it, it becomes like one circle. It's not one higher, one lower, but it becomes one circle it becomes. So he says like this, because the letters are in a, the letters are on the level of doimim, inanimate, they're, in other words, they're the lowest level, as we see in doimim tzumei chayim edabim, the doimim is the lowest level, l'kach yesh lam koyach v'yichoyles, l'aylois l'maylo maylo, that's why they have the possibility to go up higher and higher. Kinoida. As it's known, she knows Tchilosom Bisoifon Davke, that they, in beginning, is stuck in the end, which means that they're connected. Bisoif, Kula Almim, 
הוא כמו שהוא האיגו שממטה נעשה מיילא. סביב כלל הוא כמו למשל סרקל Israel's Olam below him. Rashi touches over there that the stronger one is on the top and they're on the bottom. So, but over here he wants to say that um, the ones below are the stronger the world. Somehow it connects. I'm not sure exactly how this, this, this Pasuk is trying to serve here. Okay. In Exiv, the Pasuk says, Vayikach me'avne amokoim he took from the stones, but not all the stones. It is not all the letters that have this power. Only the letter Yud. The letter Yud, which is a Kaili for Chokma, the Chokma, he Koyachma, Bechinas Bittel. So not all letters. The letter Yud has that special power because Yud is a keli for Chochma, the letter Yud, and Chochma is a keli for the Ein Sof because it's Bittel. That's why you can connect. Chochma koyach ma b'chinas Bittel. V'lochein shoyde shom v'mizgala shom v'mizgala yin sober chasev klavim. That's why over there rests and is revealed the blessed light of the Ein Sof which surrounds the world. Because the Aiden Sobaruch does not reveal and rest only in somebody who's bought. And this is the stone that he placed by his head. Which means, first, it means that he elevated the level of the stone, which is the letter Yud, which is the union of Chochmah, and he brought it up to the level of Sevim Kulam. So that so that's means, that is the meaning of taking the stone. So now, okay, to the extent we understand, somehow he took from the lower world and he brought it up to the highest Madriga. So first he paid it by his head, but then he, when he got up, he made it into a monument. He took that same stone and he made it into a matzeva. So what does it mean, a matzeva? He made it standing up. So I guess before the rock was laying down, he was laying on it. Now he stands it up. So this would be similar to what it's written by Yosef when he's talking about the bundles. He says, That it stood up. So he actually raised, it was next to his head, but then it stood up. Which means, That this, that the stone was before lying on the ground. You know, it was but a choice, but it was still in the cold. Afterward, he raised it, and it's a further elevation. 
First they put it by Merash and then Kama, then it stands it up, it makes it even higher. Bahainu, Aliyah This is an elevation after an elevation. Where are you going to with this? The Bechinas, Umekoides, Yudgimu, Midis, Rachemim El you're going up to the level of the measure of the upper level of mercy. You're going all the way to the Yudgimu Midas Rachim which means maybe before you go to Sevim Kulamim, and now you're going to a higher level. Come, you're going to the Rachim Yudgimu Rachim. So he says, Shein Bechinas Yudin Vovin. So you have the level in Kabbalah, they talk about the Yudin and the Vovin. Like the Yud, Yud has two Yudin, the Vov has two Vovin. So there's various different levels in the Kabbalah, in the, even the Eirin Sovdot, that's the level of Yudin and Vavin, which is one elevation, and then there's another elevation. I mean, it comes from the Shem Avayif in Yudke Vavke. In the Kisve Arizal, he talks about it. He doesn't, doesn't elaborate over here. Okay, so he says, because he says like this, because um, we, 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 Yudgim Mitzarachimim are also referred to as the Yud Gimel Tikkuni Dikna, the 13 strands of the beard. That's what it's considered. He says the beard grows from inside, from the uh, inside. And then there is a, um, there's a Gugalta. So this is all in the Kabbalah. So there is, there is the hole, the, the groove from where the hair comes out, and then where the hair comes. The hair is already a Hamshacha. The groove from where the hair comes that's considered the source. The groove is like the yud, small. The vav is already the strand. It's already the long one, the strand. So he says, because uh, the place from where the here nurtures, where it grows from, right? And also the guma, meaning it's whole. That's level of yud. Asaida Atzma, but the here itself, Ibuchinas Vov, is the level of Vov. Vizehu. I'm sorry, I'm sorry just, just took for a second. Yeah? Uh, <coughs> Didn't answer me. Yeah, we want to call him. Yeah? I just, I just missed the point. Yeah? Have you moved from uh, stones that he put up? Okay, so because he says that then he's trying to say he went to a higher level. Okay. So you'd give him a Sarachim. So he's saying in your Gimel Mitzarachimim, which is the Tchoni Dikna over there. This is the point. Uh, so by pointing uh, stone up, he coming to letter Yudin Vav. Letter Yudin Vav, which is in the Tchoni Dikna, which is an high but level. By building, by taking the lowest things and building up from them. Uh, Matzeva. Matzeva. Making a elevation. So he's still going higher, but it's just in a higher madrega. Uh, he elevates stones, or I'm, I, I, he yeah. elevates actual stones, or he do, does elevation for uh, what he does. For, what he does. Elevation for himself, really. For himself. It, it represents. We're going to learn in a minute. We're going to say this is really a metaphor. He's the stones, meaning the neshama is elevating his soul to the highest level, and then is going to bring it down to mm-hmm. yeah, to, to, to the lower level. It's, 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 I just just want to have a connection. I mean, no, no, good. No, 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 no excellent. No. Mm-hmm. So let's go. So now it says, "We're going to begin a shiut." Vasaira atzma he am shocha she begin a zvav. Okay. So he said, "Zvav." By yosem and a shoyso, by yosem and a matzeva. So mitchila kasher somer a shoyso he begin a shiut. 
in the beginning, he says, when he put it by his head, mm-hmm. it was the level of Yud. Then he becomes a Vav. So he, he basically tells you the two, the two levels of the Madregas. So what he's saying to you is basically that there's two levels. It's going to the level of Yud. And then it goes to the level of Vav. Because we talked about two things. First he put it by his head. Mm-hmm. So that he reached to the level of Yud. And then he says, "Oh no, Uzavias Uzavias himself. Shem Tchilos Shikach Tomer Ashoisov Ibichinas Yud. So first it was the level of Yud. But Bachach Nasem Matzevo Ibichinas Vov. So then it became Matzevo the level of Vov. So this is also a question because Vov is higher. Than, Yud is higher than Vov. It's fine. That's what they're going to ask the next question. It's going to ask you. Ah, okay. It's going to ask it. Okay, but yeah. uh, but also uh, it, it's interesting because Yud it's a representative of Chokhmah and Vavitz Midas. Vavitz uh, uh, comes out, but in this case it's the level of Sidus. This is talking about the Lifnat yeah. Simpsons. So the level of the yeah. also. Okay, okay. So, 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 okay. so, 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 okay. so it says, Chol Bechinus Halolu, Hem Bechinus Halom Ematol Amailu. This is all bringing up from below to above. Vahainu his alus. So what this is is his alus chokmosh benefesh that is bringing up the chokma which is in the nefesh, mm-hmm. the nefesh which is by the person to bring it up. Laoyin sobaruchu hamis amshoyim is galaba to the light which is revealed in it, because there is ain sof in the nefesh. So you're bringing up the nefesh to the source to the ain sof which is in it. Kia nefesh ibechinas nivra muchudosh. Because the nefesh is a created new being from nothingness into existence. It becomes a level of oasis. You've got to bring it up from below to above. To the level of you have to raise it up. And then, once you bring it back to Hashem, then there is a level, then you get Rachamim. Yud Gimel b'midus arachamim. The level of Allah is zui b'chinus chokma davke koyachma. The level this Allah is in the level of chokma, which is the level of koyachma. So over here, okay. So over here, it seems like that okay to say the Allah for the to be dam shocher from the Gimel sarachamim and the various different places you bring it up. So he says lechayre in the muvan. This is hagoy. This is a footnote. Sort of a note. It's not understood. He says the yud, which is in the tikuni dikna in the beard, is higher than the vav. Like you're asking before, because it's in a higher place. Because the vav is already like we said before. The place where the cider gets it nurtures and the whole kubchinus yud. That's level of yud. The Hainu Mokim Dinikoso, that's the place where it, you know, it's called Mimoichastimo. That's the level of the hidden level of intellect. That's where it nurtures from. Shuhu Agbomoid Nailam Asaydis Atsu Shebikhanazvav, which is much higher than the hears himself, which is the level of Vav. So here you're saying you're bringing them up to the level of, 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 of Yud first, and then you go into the level of Vav, but the level of Yud is higher than the level of Vav. Because the Vav is Cyrus, and Yud is the place where they're nurturing, which is in a higher place. But when we talk about he makes it to Matzev, it's Mashma, that it's higher than higher, that you're elevating again, 
And then you're going to the level, the higher level, which is above, but it's the other way around. You're not going to it, like exactly the question you asked before. Right? This seems to be a, a, a total contradiction. It's actually talking on a different level of Yud. We're not talking about the level of Yud, which is Meichas which is, the, we're talking about the Yud of Chokhmah Vatzilus. That's the level of chokhmah, the way it's nurtured from the mazel. So there's two yuds. There is a yud which is higher than the vav, but the vav is higher than the yud. It's yud from the chokhmah that silus. The Vav is higher than the Yud of Chochmah Datsilus, but it's lower than the Yud of the Meichas But now we're saying, first he brings it uh, to the level of Chochmah, then you bring it up to the level of Sidus, to the level of the Vav. And then you put oil on it, then you bring down from the level of into the hairs. And from then, from there, comes down the revelation below. In the laws of the whose root is that uh, talks about the here that the uh, you will uh, sing in Torah, salsal Torah, and it will raise you, which means because it gets from the highest level, it gets from the level of sidus that come down all the way into you. Okay, so we were discussing over here uh, how all the different actions that Yaakov took, how it represented Isarusa de Latata bringing up the level of Evan, we talked about his doimim, this is mitzvahs, we talked about. Uh, bringing it to his head, and that means to bring it up to Kesser, bringing it up to the Insoif, and to bring it high level. And but then the Posik says, after he did all this, it says he put Shemen al Roisham, that on the head he put on this top, on the top of the stone, he put Shemen. So he wants to touch now that the main actually thing is is the Shemen. Everything else that was done, the high Madreges and everything else, but still, in the end, he has to put the Shemen al Roshad. You have to put also the Shemen on, 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 on the head. So he says, Ach tachlis This isn't yet the ultimate goal. In other words, even reaching up in the Cyrus, the Vovin, the Yudin, the, the various different Madrigas, it's not yet the goal, the, not the full, the total intent. But rather that later that you should put the Shemen on the, on the, on the hole. So what does that mean? So Shemen, Hainu Hamshochas Chochmo Ilah. Shemen represents Chokhmah of above. That's the oil. 
which also connects to Hanukkah, by the way, because Shem and the Nerdness has to do with the with the oil. It has to do with the Pnimis uh, Atoyro, with the Chokhmah of Pnimis Atoyro. Shehi Atoyro Uritzoyno Yizborich. This is the Torah and Hashem's will, because when we study Torah over here, and we're connecting with God's words, this Torah that we learn here, this is God's wisdom, so to speak. So we're understanding, you know, God's wisdom we're understanding. But of course, God's wisdom is so much infinite, greater than anything we can understand. But... God put his chokhmah, law and his wishes, because he gives us mitzvahs to do, he puts in his wisdom, his wishes, into the Torah. So, what's happening here is that through the avoid of Yaakov, he brings down that God's ideas, chokhmah, so to speak, the chokhmah law, and God's wishes should come down into the Torah, so that when we learn Torah, we should be able to get the God's wisdom and God's and God's rotsin. She atorut zolibach she nimshchu al yidei bechinas Yaakov yud ekev. They are brought down through Yaakov yud ekev. We'll see the yud ekev, which is made up of spelling Yaakov. This brings down the Vayitzek Shemen al Roisho, the Chokma, and the Rotsina Eldin. Kimoshe Kosu. Vayokom Edus be Yaakov, the Torah son be Israel. It says he stood up Edus, which is the testimony, by Yaakov and Torah son be Israel. So, what does it mean? So, we're saying we're Mamshech, because we are, at the end of the day, we are learning something that we understand. When we are studying Torah, is something that we understand. So we have to somehow say that in what we understand lies a lot deeper and greater ideas than we can understand. Because based on our understanding alone, we understand this and we understand other things. Um, so... How is the Torah different? Because you understand the Torah, and then Lahavdil, you understand math, and you understand astronomy. So, the same seichel. But no, we're saying that in the seichel of the Torah that you understand, this is the seichel of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Or and, and, and when you do a mitzvah, it's not like doing anything else. You're doing a mitzvah, you're connecting with the Ratzin Hashem. How does this, how does this seichel that I'm learning Torah connect to Hashem? Hashem puts into the Seichel HaToyrah the Chochmah law. He puts in, that is brought down through the Avod of Yaakov to bring in into the ideas that we study into our Seichel to bring in the Chochmah law, to bring in the Rotsin Elyon. But this is a very big Chidush. It's a very big novelty to say that we understand God's wisdom. It's something like very, uh, you know, powerful. How does, it, how does it come such a thing? So he says... It comes through Yud Eikev. So he says, So when you're learning Torah here physically, and you're learning one who exchanges a cow for a donkey, and then you don't know the law. It's a very physical matter, right? So 
is this, what does this connect with Hashem's wisdom? Hashem says, to be gilu chavshokas chokhmilah. Says, call prote haloche shenifredu. Because all the details of the halochas that have been separated, which means that came out into this world, all the details of the halochas, they are founded in the holy supreme mountains, which means in the Chochmah. God's wisdom, God's wishes says this is the way the ruling has to be. So I'm understanding the ruling over here in this world, learning the halacha. I'm saying, if depend what happens, and we're learning a very physical and very practical things. And we're saying, no, this is God's wisdom. God's wisdom says this should be this, even though I'm understanding it. And you're saying to me, this is God's wisdom. So, the illusions, and because of this, since we're saying that when we're learning Torah, we are not just learning. We're bringing down the Chochmah from the Ebishter into the world. So what we're trying, we should also have in mind when we're learning Torah that we want to bring down godliness into the world because we're bringing down to not just our intellect, we're bringing down the Seichel, the Ratzin of Hashem. So also the one study of Torah should be in such a way to bring down the supreme Chochmah in his soul. The Aliyadei is and that brings about because when you're bringing down God's wisdom into the world you are subduing the other side and you're turning it over because you're making the world fill not with your logic with Abish's Chochmah because this is Chochmah says so when we learn the study we bring down that these ideas into the world into your head into the world into the discussion so we're bringing down the uh, Hashem's supreme wisdom and supreme will into the world and now we understand also our sages tell us it says just like when Hashem gave us the Torah the first time by Matan Torah everybody was trembling and it was with fear with awe because it was the mountains was burning it was a major thing so that the, the Gemara says that we too today when we study Torah we have to learn so the story with Ema, with fear, with, 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 with trembling, with, with, from the majesty of Hashem. Why? Because what we're learning today is also bringing down the Chokhmah law into this world. On the person that will fall a dread and a fear when he's learning Torah. Just like when we received the Mount Sinai, we received the Torah there. Everybody was trembling. So he says, Behold, over there by Mount Sinai, all the people, they saw the sounds and the lapidim, the flames. God spoke to you face to face. In other words, it was an experience that very physically we can see God's presence. God gave us the Torah. Over there we can all see it. So it's easier to understand how we're going to have everybody was in fear and awe of Hashem because it was an experience that we experienced physically, that thing. But when we're learning Torah, you don't see that. All, all, nothing is happening. You're just 
sitting and saying words and learning and understanding it. How are you going to get that level of, 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 of fear, of covet for the words of Torah when you don't see it? How could a person bring down, draw down this fear all times? How do you bring down that, that, that fear when you don't have the experience? But when the person puts to his heart, that the Torah that he is studying, he that this is bringing down the Supreme Chokhmah. When you're learning Torah, you are bringing down Hashem's Chokhmah. Over there in this Torah reveals and rests the blessed Ein Sof, which is higher than the boundaries of Hishtalshlus, of the uh, um, orderly uh, evolutionary uh, sort of things. And before Hashem, darkness and light top and bottom, spirituality and physicality are all equal. So which means to say, the fact that I'm learning something very simple, or I'm learning a logical thing that I can understand in my mind, isn't a conflict to Hashem. Because for Hashem, the physical and the non-physical is equal. So even in physical stuff, Hashem comes down equally as it comes down in spiritual stuff. Because physical and spiritual doesn't make a difference to Him. So it wouldn't make a it wouldn't make a change, and it wouldn't make a difference to him. And therefore, So there is no thing. So Hashem is not really hiding. There's no real hiding over here. The fact that it's begashmis and the fact that you don't see it, on the contrary, it means just because he's not limited by what you can see or not to see. So Hashem can come down in this gashmis words and Torah that you understand and you getting the insight. Okay, Malahal and Akhil Therefore, just like there, everything is equal. So we understand, let's understand now the purpose that Yaakov Goes down, Yud Akev that goes down, the Shinai and the Hoidim, those are the 370 lights of the Kesser of Esau, should come down the Mato, and then you take from the stains of the place, you bring them down, you bring them up, up, and then you bring down Shem, from above to below. So it goes like this. Yaakov brings down Lamato, we bring it up Lamaila, and then we bring down back Lamato from the Shem and bring down the Torah. So he wants to explain the general idea, what's, so what's going on over here. So first you bring down the lights below, and then you bring it up through the Avne Hamokoim, you bring it up to the highest place, and then you bring down from the highest place back, going back up and down, up and down. Going on. So what's going on over here? says he says this great descent he was talking about the descent of 
the Ein Sof into the world, into the Chokhmus HaToyra. I'm sorry, Rabbi, I think you're uh, too special. A little bit. Yeah. Is, um... Wait. Zu Chumashikosuv Vayetze Yaakov Mibayir Shava. Yaakov came out of Be'er Shava. Be'er humokoyim umayon hanevea zayin midis el yoynes l'cho Hashem agdul v'agvur uchulu sheen b'chinas l'cho b'chinas bitl. What is the well? The well, in this case, is the source. It's Be'er Shava, the, the well of seven. Seven represents the midis. The midis of Hashem, which we say, L'cho Hashem, Hagdula, Vagvura, those are the seven midas, the way they still belong to Hashem, they're L'cho Hashem. Be'er, Sheva, means the source of the Sheva midas, the Be'er, the well from where the Sheva midas come from. So, that's the Moki Rumayon, Hanevei Zayim, Yisrael L'cho Havai, Hagdula, Vagvura, Chulu, Sheim, Bechinas, L'cho, Bechinas, Bittl. So their level is not uh, an expanded kind of uh, of midas. It's a level of luchah. It's a bittel It's a level of luchah that they're in a level of bittel. Those are that's the be'er sheva. And what happens? and he goes to choron. Choron. Uh, I think it means Imakoyga, let's see. Bigimatria Gorin. Choroin is Choroin. That's um, 258. And Gorin is also um, 258. Uh, actually, Gorin is 259 because Gimel and Devov. So imakoylel meaning if you count the word choron with the koylel koylel means you count the word itself also that's an extra number you get so it comes out bechinas bigmatri goron so what's the level of goron goron means the throat like bechinas goron hainu kishe hakoyel yitze kedar koybeli ikuf the throat represents when the voice from inside goes out without anything stopping it. It just flows. That's the Goron. However, But Choron is the level of Nochor. Yogati Bikori I have been, uh, I've been tired, effortless in my calling. My throat has been, uh, throat it's, it's 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 been hoarse. It doesn't uh, it doesn't come out. What or my throat is is, is, is is heated up. My groin is heated up, meaning it doesn't go through. <coughs> I mean, when he wants to say that he got tired by calling, he was so. So much speaking that he got tired of it. Nochar gbeini, v'hainuk shegoyver boy yisoydaish. That is when the element of fire is strengthened in it. Ki hakoil kolul eish ruach umayim. 
the coil, the voice, is included of fire, wind, and water. Ruach hu iker his pashus hevel halev. The ruach, the wind, that's the main expansion of the heat of the heart. Umayim hainu lachluchis Water, that's the moisture of the lung. And the element of fire that splits the voice, that causes the separation in the five different uh, outcomes of the mouth, the various different letters where they come out. And when the element of fire is very overpowers, who then that interrupts the voice. That it cannot come out in the passageway as it usually does. The who So this is the idea. So that's nachar groini. So when we say choron. Which is the oasis of God in my coil, but it's also nochel. That is a level which stops the voice. Shahu Hamshokas which is the extension from the vitality in the blessed light in Sof so that it shouldn't go usual way in which only Kiddusha gets. There's also a, a hold, a nurturing, and a hold from this Amshokha. Then it's called I have been silenced quietly. That the coil and Hamshokh has been interrupted, and it became a separation. So, what he's saying over here is like this the voice, the normal voice, represents what's inside coming out in the usual way. So, that means when the Hamshokh, when you listen to the voice, the voice comes from the inside, it brings out from the inside to the outside. But when we talk about the level of, that would be called the level of Goren. <clears throat> so already the Goren, he doesn't say it over here, but the Goren is already sort of, it has to contract, to go voice go through the uh, trachea pipe to the mm-hmm. call to the voice, and then it goes through through the uh, voice. So normally it goes in a, in a clear way. But when we talk about mm, the Goren, over there it means that it's interrupted. There is the element of fire that he explains over here, which interrupts, doesn't allow for the voice to go out uh, smoothly. And then what happens is, then you're silenced. The voice is silenced. And what happens is, when there's Amshokha, there's a connection with the inside to the outside. Now it's silenced, so there's a, a par separation. So now this is when there is a Yeniko for the Klippus Yitra'cha. And this is both as the world, Hashem leads the world. 
which means this coil that is being nifsek, this voice that is being interrupted, is the way Hashem leads the world, which means when Hashem gives the energy to run the world, to leave the world, to lead the world, there is a, an interruption in that Hamshacha. That is the concept that they didn't go into exile and the enslavement of Egypt. That is when the voice doesn't go straight, it's interrupted. So then the Goyim, the Egyptians, are energized and they get the diverted and the clippers and they get a hold and they grab the Eden under them and then the Eden are in Godels. That also, that comes because of the force of the fire, the increase of the ash, the level of ash, that element of ash which is strengthens itself, is strong, and then there is the then there is the strength of judgment, and that's why the Yidden go into Golos. So that is as it applies to the conduct of Klal Yisrael. This also applies to every Jewish soul in the service of Hashem. Which means that his occupation of Torah it is in a way that he's detached, he's separated from Hashem. And he's not in a level in which he subjugates himself to the blessed light of the Ein Sov. So that it should be a revelation of his Chachmah. So normally when you learn, you should have the purpose of revealing God's Chachmah in yourself into understanding. That would be the level of Bittl, but it's not of that. It does it in a, in a way that he becomes separate. Uh, so why does this happen by the person? It's because of the heat, before the fire and the heated up of his body and his animal soul, that he is drawn after them. So that causes him to also learn the Torah in a way of separation. So, that is, he says, Vayetze Yaakov, he goes to Choron. He goes, goes, goes away, the Amshach goes away. Either Vayetze Yaakov, the Jewish people, and going to Choron, that means he's going to Golos. That's where he's going to. That's where Yaakov is going. He's going away from Eretzirol to Golos. Or Vayetze Yaakov, meaning the Jewish soul individual, he's going away from being diverted from being connected to Hashem, goes out in a different way in which he's a nifrit. But what is the purpose of this descent of the level of Yaakov? From Igra Rama, from Be'er Sheva, Mokar, Midisel, Yonis. Coming from those six to come down to the deep abyss 
the place where there is charan, which interrupts and prevents the voice of Dam Shokha, and then you become anifrad, you become separate. Hukadelis is kafra vizhabcha, is in order to subdue and turn around. Vazai nase mi rino. From Choron becomes a song, Rina, the same letters, but there's a Ches and a Hey, but the Ches and Hey interchange. Kaches Mifsek Vinase Hey. Because what happens is you break the Ches. Then what happens when you break the Ches over there? It turns into the letter Hey. Yeah? Well, it's interesting. He says you, you break the Ches and then you get the letter Hey. Because the Ches, if you break the. Yeah. The Zoyer says, when it says, in the post, that from Chometz you make Matzah. Because Chometz is also a Ches. And Ga'ar Chayas Kone, I guess the Kone is the stick. Um, and when you Ga'ar Chayas Kone, you take away the Ches, Ga'ar Ches Kone. And uh, then you make it into a uh, matzah because the chametz becomes matzah. I will return in peace to base ovi. Uh, go back. That's from choron. You'll return al base ovi. Zau bechinas yitzchok. Doesn't leave yitzchok. But yitzchok nimsha nikra. Hashem tzchayk also liyalikim, and Yitzchak is called because Hashem made made me happy. The laughter of Bichinas Rina, Nase Mechoron, that it's made from Choron. Rina the Kadchavik Siv Kol Hashemaya Yitzchakli. All that will hear will laugh, rejoice with me. Uloshin Osid, the Hainu Bebiyas Hamashiach. Then I will turn all the nations, which means then we will come back. So the, the journey of, through Golos, we have the journey of Yitzchak, and then we go back, in which Hashem will turn all Am, the Kadiskafia, when it will be subdued and it will be turned over, then becomes the laughter and joy the joy of the king and the officers when you turn around something strange something distant so everybody becomes laughter so if you bring in a bird that can speak for example everybody wow you know because they're not used to a bird speaking a human being can speak too much sometimes but uh, it says, You have a bird that speaks. That's a Dover Chidush. If you have a person speaking, who is accustomed to talk, is not So when you change things around from the usual, that brings about the level of joy. That's why our sages tell us. That a place where the Baal stand, even the Tzadikim can't stand, because the Baal Shuvah turn around. Also our sage tells us, 
So when they do tshuva, they are redeemed because they turn things around. For this is the ultimate purpose with the coming of Mashiach. That there should be this laughter and the joy. When you subdue the other side and you turn darkness to light. And this is why our sages says, that in the future they'll say about Avro, Yitzchok, that you are our father. Because the goal, the purpose of the descent of the soul and the body in this world, and the purpose, the goal of the Jews going down in exile and the in slavery and the hardship with Parnosa is so that they should elevate themselves and they should come to the level which is the laughter, the joy that comes around because when you turn around the Sitra Akra and then you come to the higher elevation. So he explains the whole journey of Yitzchok leaving Be'er Sheva, going down to Choron, is really the experience of the Neshama, going down from the holy places where the Neshama is to bring down, go down into the, into the world. But then he says, Bishafti Bisholim, in other words, we have to bring back. Hashem brings us into this world. Gives us hardships with Parnosa, with the Golos, and but Hashem wants us to reach the level of Yitzchok. Tzchok, laughter and joy and happiness comes when you change things from the usual, not the ordinary. So when you see a person speaking, that's normal. You expect that to speak. When you see a bird speaking, everybody, wow, you know, this is like the unusual. So to take the Sitra Akhra, to take the Neshama in this world, to overcome the Sitra Akhra, and to be able to find Hashem, that is the purpose. Shafti al Avi, to go back to my father's home. Not to be over there, it's to go back to the father's home, to go back. So the difficulties what we have actually bring up a stronger part in ourselves and makes a tzchok l'mayla, makes a happiness, a simcha l'mayla, because we have overcome the challenges. It's like a nesoyin, and when we've overcome the nesoyin. This brings the great simcha, the pleasure. This is the kavona of the difficulties that we have to overcome them, and that brings the level of simcha. Now, so he says, but how would the person return from the level of Choron to the level of Yitzchok that mentioned before? So in other words, we're going back to our father's home. We're going back to Yitzchok. How do we go back? How do we go back from the difficulties? That's why the Pesach says, Bisholim. Vishafti Bisholim. With Sholim, you can return al Beisovi. You can go back to Beisovi. It's through Sholim. What is Sholim? Kisholim, who am a chaber, What Sholim is that connects, that ties two things that are opposite. That's what Sholim does. Sholim connects to the opposite. 
like the Pasik says, Hashem makes peace in those who are top. What does it mean by those who are top? Because you have in the heavens above, we have the angels, the Malachim, and we have Malachim which are very strongly on one side. As we know, Mikhail is like the Tsar of Mayim, of water. And Gabriel is the Tsar of Eish. And Sholem, Hashem makes Sholem, he connects the Eish and the Mayim together. The Mirema, Bein Mikhail Chulu. And then we say also, Sholem, Sholem, La Rochik. Villa Korif. So what does it mean? We're saying to the distant and to the Korif. If he's Korif, if he's close, why is why are we saying Sholem? But he's here all the time. But the way it said, it's Lerochik Shanasa Korif. He was distant, but now he became close. Sholem, Sholem, Lerochik, one who's distant. And then he became close. So that means you're connecting the Rochek and making him into a Korif. That's the idea of Sholem. Ubesholem, and what it means Bisholem? It's not Shafti Sholem. Bisholem Bisholem. Bisholem. Ubesholem is Bisholem. Which means Mimato Lemailo. Umimailo Lemato. Kumashikosim Mokomachar. From above to below, from above to below, from below to above, and from above to below. Which means the way you bring them together is by bringing them down below and then bring them up as elsewhere. So, as he said before, right now when we're fighting the war against the Yitzhahara, against the Golos, against the Shibud, we don't feel like we are going back to home because we feel all the uh, challenges that we have. It says that we will re- realize, it will come to realization when Mashiach will come, the world will be refined, then we'll see all the inyanim that we were accomplishing through our fights. Now we can't see it. In Golos, it's hard. It's still, still exile. We don't see it. Uh, we're accomplishing when we're, every time we break the Yitzhahara, every time we break the, the Golos a little bit by serving the Ebishter, we bring down godliness, we change around, we, we are making the world a, a better place, but it's going to be revealed in the, in the future. So, when the joy, the tzchoik, the happiness of the Supreme will be revealed in the future, when we turn around, when we subdue, when we turn around, there will be no dominance, there will be no nurturing to the The spirit of Tuma, of impurity, I'm going to remove from the world. So, there's going to be no blocks, there's going to be no, no, um, no impurity. So then the materialism of the world and its thickness will be refined. Shaloy Yeah Bechinas Yesh Vidovor 
nifra bifnei atzmei, so that it will not be in a level of a yesh and an independent thing by itself. Like a coil yuchlau bivchinasayin. The world is not going to be an independent. We're not going to look at the world as an as an entity, but. Everything is going to be included in Ayin. Because this is the ultimate goal of the world, which is the world came down from nothing into existence so that we can turn it back from Yesh to make it Ayin. So then... Then, at that point, Havaye becomes to me a Likim. In the time when everything is clear, then Havaye will be a Likim. As he's going to explain, what is Havaye and what is a Likim? And that level, Havaye becomes a Likim. So he explains, Kihine, a Likim, Hainu, Hahelem, Vatsimtsu. Alekim represents, that is, the block and the contraction. That the world should be from nothing into a yesh, so you need to go through the tzimtzum. So Alekim is the tzimtzum to create the yesh. That is the Blessed light of the inner, blessed light of the itself, which gives the life and creates. So the Havaya is what gives the light, and the Likim is the Tzimtzum. And therefore, yeah, hello. So the Ukhamashikosu, like the Posik says, Kishemesh Umogain Havaya Likim. The Pasuk says, equates Hashem and Elikim to Hashem and the Mogin. Like the sun and the, and the seat that goes around the sun. So that means that the sun is what shines. Not the Mogin, not the seat, the cover. The cover allows for the Shemesh to be effective and shouldn't burn everything. But what shines is the Shemesh. So Havaya is the power that is Mechaya. Elohim blocks that level so that it shouldn't be too much. It should be the Tzimtzum. Shalakim Nase Bechines Mogin L'Shem Havaya Shu Bechines HaShemesh Havaya is the Shemesh. And Elohim becomes the Mogin. This is all in the level of Ishtaushlus and the descent of the levels. Which is in the level of a ray and a shine that comes from the blessed light of the Insof. To create and to give life to the creations, in the order as the levels descended, 
Madrega, Acha Madrega, one level after the other Madrega. One level after the other level. Which means, what does it mean, levels? That each level, the higher level receives a greater light of, a greater uh, level of Hashem's light. And then as it goes down, it gets diminished. They receive the highest level and the most spiritual level. And as it goes down lower, lower, it contracts and addresses up. So that's the regular Seder Shtalshlus. But in the future to come, when the joy of the above will be revealed, then there will be the blessed light of the Eren Sof which is higher than the level of Shtaushlus. Not the level of Shtaushlus, but the higher level. It's not going to go through the Shtaushlus, through this descent. It will be Ayin Yiru. Eye to eye will see Viroko Basar. Each flesh will see Vau Bimaris Surim Mechilasafar Vipnei Pachad Abaya. And people will come in the caves of the stones and in the tunnels of the offer. Somebody there? Huh? Somebody there? I don't see, uh, I don't see anybody. Me, me back in the bay. It's a... And then there will be Bechinas Havaya. That is the level of which extends and expands to dress up within the world in the order the book is here. So then, Nechshah Bechinas Elikim. That Havaya will become Elikim, meaning that will be, will, 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 will experience just like we experience Elikim now. That Havaya, but the truth of the matter is, good morning. Because uh, really, in truth, it's only a very limited ray and contraction relative to the blessed light of the Insoberhu. That before him, what's higher and lower are equal, and darkness, and like darkness is like light. So basically, what he is saying is that now, when things are hidden, when we can't see things clearly, because the way Hashem created the world, everything is seen in a as independent uh, created beings. So this is all sort of uh, the way it appears to us right now. 
because we don't see God's presence in every aspect. We don't see it. It's hidden. But when we are able to overcome the superficial appearance, which means we're able to find God even in this world, because we work hard and we don't allow for the world to uh, blind us so that we don't see, and we overcome and we're able to see, uh, this causes a great joy above to be able to find God. That joy uh, is not really felt now because the world is still in the level of Hishtalshalus, which means it's still everything is in the order that we're on a, such a low level that we can't really experience that. But in the future, when the world will come to its wholesomeness, then we will see the presence of God will be seen and people will actually be able with their eyes, Ayin Ba'in quotes the verses, he quotes from the, from the prophet, that we'll be able to see godliness in this physical world. So he says, what's now that level of godliness is called Havaya, which energizes the world. The level of that blocks, doesn't allow for godliness to come through, that's called Elikim. So now we have Havaya and Elikim, but in the future when the world will become at a higher level, then what's now Havaya will become Elikim because we're going to be able to see openly Right now, just like right now, we see Tzimtzum, we see Elikim, we see contraction, concealment. But at that point, what's now Havai is going to be Elikim. But the truth of the matter is, even that level that will be experienced in the future is still not the real essence. Because the essence of the Ein Sof is even much greater than that. So now we're up to, we're four lines from the bottom on the right column. We're up to, he's explaining the Yaakov's prayer. The stone that he placed as a monument is the level of Yud. Yud meaning, if name of God, we have Yud, K, Vav, K. So he placed a matzeve, placed a monument, which is meaning he placed the level of Yud. What does that mean? Klea Chochma. Shemibchinas oisies, bichinas doimim that from the level of Oisius, which is the level of inanimate, da'ainu bechinas, his havus ma'in liyesh, rak lifi asher samti matseva, that I made it into a monument, that I raised it, and I elevated it, lekach yilo koyach v'yichoyles, Lee is Beisalikim. That's why it has the power and the ability to become the house of God. So that this level of Alikim, 
Shoyre umizgale bebechinas oisius halolu. That the um, blessed light of the infinite uh, should be able to rest in, in these letters. And that these letters should be a way of a dwelling place for Hashem. So based on the concept that he explained till now, he's continuing to explain the verse. Yaakov says that this heaven, this stone, that I made into a monument, will become the house of God. That's the words that he says. Literally, Yaakov was saying that the temple should be built on that spot. That's where he, where he slept over in the Behar Maria and Yerushalayim. That should become the base of Lukim. But based on the conversation, on the uh, ideas that he discussed till now, he says, what happens when you take a stone and you make it into a monument? What, what happens? You're basically raising, you're taking a simple stone and you're elevating it, you're standing it up. You're making it, instead of being down to the ground, that represents an elevation. You're making it into a monument. So, that represents... Now, what does a stone represent? And what does it represent making, taking that stone and making it into, raising it into a monument? Okay. So, a stone represents is inanimate what does it mean inanimate inanimate means that you don't see any life or any movement there is no visible life to it if you try to compare the inanimate to the growing thing or to the living thing or certainly to the human being the growing thing you can see an energy and you see a life force in there because it changes and grows from small to big a living thing moves from place to place, you can see uh, uh, some sort of an energy inside that item. But when you look at something which is inanimate, you don't see any, you don't see any visible energy that it has. It just looks like it's just lying there. It's just, an, it's just, staying, just like something dead. It's, there's nothing over there. There's no life in it. That represents that idea of the, when we say like God created the world, word with speech, with, uh, with words. Uh, those words and those speeches are also called letters. And let's just use by way of an example to understand this. So a person has an idea, right? And you have an idea in your hand and you want to share that idea with somebody else. Okay? So, how am I going to get it from my brain to your brain? How am I going to give you an idea that I have by me and send it to you? I put it into words. I put it into letters. Now, the letters themselves aren't ideas. Because if you'll give a child who doesn't understand it to say those same words... He can say them, he's not going to get the idea. Words are merely the vehicle that transfer ideas from me to you, from one person to the other person. So you take your idea, you sort of put it into the words, the words become like the vehicle, they travel, the other person's brain hears those words, he takes out the idea from those words. But the words themselves are inanimate, they are not 
they carry within them an idea. The uh, when we say that Hashem uh, created the world with words, and the Sefer Yitzira talks about words as being stones, being the inanimate, what it means to say that the world itself is sort of like the stones, which does, you don't see in those stones. The stones carry in themselves a tremendous amount of life, just like the words carried ideas in it. They carry the idea in it. But when you look at the words itself, the words itself are inanimate. So the same thing is here. When we talk about the... Uh, when we talk about... The same thing is here. When we talk about the world, that we talk about the world is like inanimate. Because the world is sort of void of the realization of godliness as we said before the world looks like it's not energized by God, we don't see God in the world so the world is like a stone which is an inanimate which is sort of dead because we don't see the idea we don't see the godliness, we don't see in the world what it means to raise the stone, means to find in the stone in the hidden, in the inanimate to find the godliness in it, to find the holiness in it. That means, so when Yaakov takes that inanimate stone and he makes it into a monument, what it represents is that he's actually elevating and changing around and we should realize that within the stone there is that godly light which is in it. And that way you are turning inanimate into a life force. You're turning, you're changing over in inanimate. You're taking something which looks like lifeless. You take a world which seems void of God and you bring into it the spirit of Hashem and you reveal and you show that the world is full with godliness. That is the concept of taking a stone and raising it and making it into a monument. Now, who does that? That was Yaakov. Now, of course, it doesn't read in the storyline as you read over there. Over there, we talked about a very simple stone. We talked about a very simple monument. We talked about a simple base alukim. We talked about, but in the inner things, matter of things, in the Kabbalah, it has, it represents tremendous amount of fascinating things that are taking place through this act that Yaakov did over there. Because Yaakov himself represents a tremendous high level. We brought out in the beginning of the Maimer the idea of Tzave Yeshua's Yaakov. That Yaakov, his level, his spiritual level, he was able to bring down the 370 uh, supreme lights of above to bring down. Which is Yud Ekev. Yaakov is the level of Yud that comes down all the way to the Akif, from the level of Chachma to the Yud. Tzave Yeshua is Yaakov to bring down the salvation of Yaakov, which is Gilui Hashin Aydin Nehoidim Shubahem Vaydezen Niskel Chobchen And that's how we will merit all these levels. So basically, you know, a lot of times we feel at a loss. 
we don't think that we can actually accomplish any of this because we're so far away. That's why we have Yaakov. Yaakov, we have the great tzaddikim in every generation that they help us achieve uh, our spiritual level by uh, infusing in us from their level, from their high level. Uh, in this case, Yaakov gave the Shina and Nahurim. We can merit all these levels. So we need Yaakov to do that. Or we need the Rebbe. We need the great Tzaddik to give us that inspiration so that when we do things, when we work with things, that we should have the realization that these things are really godliness. This is not... Sometimes we can't do it on our own. Sometimes we don't have enough uh, spiritual um, fortitude so that we can actually accomplish it on our own. That's what we have Yaakov. That's what Yaakov is doing for us. Gives us that ability to overcome these challenges, to find God, and to, to turn things around. Take the inanimate. Take the... Um, and if you, if, you, if you want, you can actually say the same is true to a certain extent. Sometimes you find... Morning. Sometimes you may find a Jew who is like an inanimate. He's, he, he doesn't experience any of his, his real life. He doesn't experience any real uh, sense of excitement about being Jewish an excitement about uh, being part of the chosen people, an excitement about davening, an excitement about studying. You, you, don't, you don't find it. it. The person is like an inanimate. He's like totally, it's like you don't see any life force over there. But what happens when you start teaching and you start showing them about uh, the beauty and you start... Uh, educating them basically and a lot of the Jewish education comes by means of experience so if you practice and if you do it you actually begin to enjoy it as well so you actually the more you do it you begin to and that's why we have a Yaakov like we have a Rebbe who actually inspires us who not only does it on the physical level but also gives us the spiritual uh, energy that we need in order to go ahead to do that, to find somebody who's inanimate, who is basically uh, lifeless, and to go ahead and change them around and make them into a, a beautiful living, a living thing, a growing and a living, a walking, a talking, and getting them involved into Yiddishkeit. And, you know, I had the, uh, just the occasion in the, in the last few days, I just want to finish this piece here, let's just see if we can finish this to the, uh, to the thing. But okay, let's just finish up over here. He says, then he says, and everything that you give me, I will tithe to you. So he says, We know that there is going to be one elevation over the other elevation to no end. Meaning, the world is going to become a better place, and we're going to be coming holier, we're coming closer to God, we're going to be refining ourselves in the world. There will be Yemosa Mashiach, there will be Tchiyas HaMesim, Kamosh, Mitim, V'yoyvlos, V'chulu, many uh, seven years, and the Yoyvlos, these are every 50 years, we're getting closer and closer. 
V'chol ilu goydul mechaveret. Each elevation is greater than its friend. Achkoydum ha'ilui, but before the elevation, she'achar ha'ilui, before the next, before the ilui, that comes after the previous ilui, tzarich liyis, nishrem ilui ha'rishen. So you have to have from the first elevation, b'china yisarusa l'lotato, l'yisarusa l'leil shem ilui ha'beis. You have to always bring up a, a little bit from the what's left over from the previous generation of Shivri Aliyah uh, to be able to meet Yisrael Zoltato. That's which is left over is called the tithing. He says like this, so basically what he says is every achievement that we do, we have to work for. Nothing is given to us for free. We have to work hard. If we wanted to achieve uh, success in any, in any factor, it's a matter of working very hard. So same thing is in the spiritual level. If we want to achieve success, we have to work very hard. What does working very hard mean in this case? It means that we have to try to get closer to Hashem. So when we feel an experience, uh, from that high experience, we have to have a little bit left over to work further to get it in a higher level. That level that is left over is called the tithing, the tithing of the previous level. That everything that you give me, the future, all the elevation that will be at a to no end, I will tithe. There will be a lot of tithing for each elevation. It will be a tithing by itself. I will always tithe to you, which means he says, I will never stop working hard after I make the first million. I'm still going to work very hard to make the second million. And after I make the second million, I'll work very hard. But we're not talking about million bucks. We're talking about million levels of spiritual achievement. of gain. So it's not going to be something that I'm going to stop. And I'm going to say, okay, I know already a little bit Torah. I'm fine. No, no, never stop. Just keep on pushing. You're going to go. Everything you give me, I'm going to always tie to you. I'm always going to work very hard. Just like God is infinite, so also all the elevation will be infinite. So basically, what it means is that uh, there's always work to be done, and the highest of level that we achieve, we gotta achieve even higher. And the main thing is that we have to always work hard, and if we work hard, we will be successful, and we can achieve. Uh, it's, inf- it's, it's endless, so it doesn't matter how much we achieve, there's always more to achieve. And with God's help, we'll be successful. Yeah? yeah. You know, I was, I was going to say that, you know, you see, I have, I have an occasion, I have an occasion to see, just the last couple of days, some Jewish teenagers who were very rebellious. They were rebellious, you know, they, they, they are just not going with the system. And... Um, and I saw that the reason why they're doing that is because they're looking for something meaningful and spiritual to connect to. And because they were lacking that, they were rebelling because they saw the hypocrisy and they see the injustice and they see they, and they don't like it. So they're looking for something to hold on to. So what they do is they rebel because of that. Uh, now we'll continue with the parenthesis. The Alter Rebbe uh, is going to explain... Uh, the asir asiren loch. What are the uh, what are the two tight things? What does it mean? And we explained that there is always uh, another level that you're uh, striving up to, 
which is called the tithing, which is called the tenth from the other level. But Alter is going to explain now also Apikabola. He says, Obeinian Mashikos Bepirush, what I wrote in Aser Aserano. Yeah, V Isaruso Dilatato Zu. So that that Isaruso Dilatato is called Nikla Bechinas Meiser. That's called a level of Meiser of tithing. Nira, so it appears, the Rebbe says, it seems, Ki Hakeser. The level of keser is the intermediary between the upper level, upper world, to the lower world. Who the level of keser is soif bechina el It's the end of the higher level. And it's also a source and the head of the lower level. Here's an example. Kemoi Malchus Datsilus is Kesser Libriya. Malchus Datsilus becomes the Kesser Libriya. Um Malchus Libriya is Kesser Litzirachulu. Notwithstanding that Malchus themselves is the end of the Oilom, but it becomes the Kesser for the lower world. And therefore, in Elias Elias HaOilomis. In order for the worlds to be elevated, she is so that the world of Asiya should be elevated in this sanctity of Yitzira Mamish. How does it happen? That becomes through the Kesar of Asiya. The Kesar of Asiya is the intermediary to which the world of Asiya goes up to the world of Yitzira. That keser is considered the meiser, the tithing of the ten spheres of Asiya. What does it mean? What is the idea? What is the idea over here that we say that it's keser, that keser is the one that that's after this? It's keser, uloshin shtika. Keser comes from the loshin also of being quiet, silence. Kimoi. Like it says, katar lizeir. Wait for me a while, or be quiet for a while. Stand, stop for a while. Ushtika, what is the idea of shtika when you say quiet? When you talk, you're a metzias. When you say, be silent. Don't say nothing. You know, be quiet. That's a level of bittle. That means when you subjugate yourself. You don't speak in front of somebody in another in a, in a, in a situation. Ushtika, who begins bittle. Shtika is the level of Bittl. Nemar, and about this level of Bittl, it says, Yoinas Elim, a pigeon who is mute, quiet. That's the, the, the positive. So, Vuhubichinas, and that's the level Ba'omdom, Terapenokunafehim. That when they stand, their wings are uh, low, or, or soft, or not. Which means, basically, that Keser is the level of Bittl. So if you have Bittl, by the Bittl Zeh, Yuchel lis alis achach li Yitzira. Once you have this Bittl, you can go up to Yitzira. Ki yi efshin liyas aliyas memhus lemhus, aliyah memhus lemhus, 
You can't go up from one essence to another essence, from Asiyah to Yitzira, without being first a level of Ayin, of non-existence. That's the pillar that we say that is between the lower level of Ganeid, the upper level of Ganeid, is the level of Bittl, the level of subjugation in order to come to the higher level. Similar to the growth of the of the grain, Mizera Hanizra Ba'orez from the seed that has been sown in the ground. How does it happen? Why First, this, the essence of the seed becomes bottle. It, it, it rots the seed. The becomes nothing. It's only that his power remains in the power of growth in the ground. Then it becomes a greater, wondrous growth, more than the existence that there was in the beginning. So first you have to rot and lose yourself before you can become even bigger through the power of Similar to That's called the Kesser of Yitzira. You need to have the Kesser of Yitzira, just like from Bria, from Asiya to Bria to Yitzira. You need the Kesser of Asiya, the middle. So the same thing is from Yitzira to Bria. You need the Kesser of Yitzira to get up to middle. You need the level of middle. Asher Som Shamois Ba'oretz, Bechinaz Vachat Kharif. So we say that he makes some words. We say there's going to be uh, the level of after the 6,000 years, there's going to be uh, destruction. And then there's going to be Moisa Mashiach. Or So why does it have to be a Chad Kharev destruction in the middle? That's the level of metal. In order to come to the level of the higher level that follows you to have the elef, the higher level of Hashvi. There has to be the level of metal. But here we're talking about the whole time that that's the level of the tenth, the tenth levels. That's the level of Kesser, the highest level. We talked to Meiser. What did we talk about Meiser? We're saying, uh, it's all the tenth level. But here we're saying that this is the level of Shvi, the seventh level. Uh, because the room of Kotche Kadoshim, Shehu Heichel Hashvi. So the room of Kotche Kadoshim, basically, that's basically, I think, the, you say, the level of, which, which, which includes the, it's the seven Midas, but it, Koyal Gimur It's seven, but seven actually, but includes in it the three Chochma Binadat. That's why it's not ten, that's why it's seven. But the main aliyah is through the keser, which is through all the ten spheres, I guess, that's below it. 
Yes, aliyahs in case. So similar to this, there is endless amount of aliyahs. Umash kosuv asir asirenu. So why is there a plus two asir asirenu base isurim? I know we're talking about keser. And keser that includes all the ten suras below, the, the middle of them. Keser, kolum base parchufim. Because keser basically has the two faces of what? Of Atik Varik, and as Atik Varik Hapikul. Shu Bikina Tachtoino, Shebe Maitzil, Besherish and Etzonkul. So Atik is the level, the lower level of the Maitzil, and Arik Hampin is the root of the Netzonkul. So those are the two things. O Bechez, Bechinas Elu, Yachad, Nikro, Choymesh. Both of them are called the fifth. Kamesh Kosu. As it says, well, you have a fifth to pare, so they're both like they're both half. So uh, I guess that's why we call them ten isurim, because it's really it's one tenth, but it's made up of two halves, so five and five, because the atik and arichampin they're really pesuvatzufim together. It's ten. That's why it says asir asreno. Uh, the pleasure of Mashkos and Mokamacha.